Welcome to Satya House Podcast. My name is Sinuita. And I'm Imani Shanklin Roberts. We desire to bring truth, culture, and practicality to esoteric spiritual concepts for everyday application. The seven primary chakras are energy centers located at the spine, lining up from the tailbone to the crown of the head. Each chakra or wheel offers us insight on the influence that the physical, emotional, and spiritual self has on the being so that we may cultivate the energy needed to find balance within each. This podcast is an opportunity for us to get curious, witness, and discuss those light and shadow aspects of our spirit. It will be an assessment of ourselves, using the chakras as an outline to move through the fullness of our identities. I've teamed up with my sister, Imani Shanklin Roberts, a woman who has fearlessly walked with me to those dark parts as I navigate. And I am so grateful to be here. Yours in truth and wellness. Satya House. The Vishuddha or throat chakra is our seat of self-expression. It serves as the pathway between our inner and outer landscape. The feelings and thoughts that we hold inside can move into the world at this energy center through communication. By using our voice, we can speak to our needs and experience validation by being heard, received, understood, and at times tended to. While vocalization is a common way for us as human beings to communicate, it is not the only way. In the world, people have used and created various ways to relay messages to one another over time. It is beneficial that we remember primal waves of exchange between one another. We have technology to thank for our ability to quickly converse with others. But what about the subtle ways in which we communicate beyond words and with practice we can share with others clearly? Communication that feels really full-bodied and aligned for me is effective and it's harmonious. Conversations are really, you know, giving. Um, Banter is easy and filled with charisma and electricity. I feel clear and able to express my ideas fluidly. I also have the room to do so. And I can also be healthily challenged and retort with power and precision without feeling like an asshole. Um, So that's really what throat chakra, when I'm really engaged in it and feel clear and also feels really um, like I'm active in that energy center. I I really like your idea around um, communication in uh, divergent ways. Um, and I think it could be nice to talk about, you know, nonverbal communication and what that could mean. Um, because, you know, I'm sure the consideration was to be talking throat and voice and what comes out. But I think also the ways that we communicate with each other without expression expression and sound um, and in dialogue and in language is is really important so yeah and I think it is also important to note that not everybody has access to their voice yeah you know not everybody speaks or rather communicates verbally I know for me growing up I didn't talk very much and it wasn't because I didn't have anything to say but it was because I really struggled to use my voice because there was a lot of insecurity. Um, There was a lack of self-trust. And that was something that I had to grow into over time. Um, But even as I started to trust myself, I still didn't talk because it was almost this overwhelm. Mm -hmm. It was so much that if I spoke, it would just pour out. Yeah. Um, So I started to write. 
Mm. And writing was the way that I connected my inner world to my outer world. Yeah. Um, and it still is the the way that I choose to to communicate um, with others. I don't talk a lot on the phone. Um, I'm more of a texter, although like in my mind, I'm like, I want to do less texting. I want to talk on the phone or I want to talk in person. I, I feel like I'm able to um, communicate f- fully um, through writing, mm-hmm. um, whether it's through email or text or what have you. Um, but as far as nonverbal communication goes, um, I feel like it can be very intense. Like, you know, when you when you um, first step into a room and you're in a room full of people, like no one has to speak for you to feel energy. Uh, no one has to speak for you to to notice maybe that something is wrong with someone mm-hmm. or that one person feels lighter than another person. Um, you can look at somebody's facial expressions. Mm-hmm. I know my resting bitch face is very potent. <laughs> Um, and, and I, and I think what tends to happen is people have this idea of me and I don't know, maybe I am, uh, a little intense, Mm -hmm. but I think once you get to know me, like I'm really light, but it's like, uh, it's like a certain navigation that, um, needs to take place for me, even in exploring that form of nonverbal communication, because since birth, (laughs) the resting bitch face has been present and popping. I, um, yeah, and -hmm. I think some people are stronger in certain um, forms of nonverbal communication than others, like, yeah, you know? Yeah, and just to be clear about those other forms of nonverbal communication, um, they're listed here and we've identified them and agree, uh, facial expressions being one, so that resting bitch face, you know, that you got going on. I know I'm not the only one. (laughs) No, no. Um, body movement is another, eye contact, touch, space, and voice. Um, also, inconsistencies uh, is also a form of communication. Hmm. Um, I think you communicated a lot, a lot around your facial expressions. Um, and that's something that you feel like is you can't control. Or I mean, I'm working on it. You're working on it. Um, yeah. I, I know that communication... Something that is a strong point for me is verbal communication. Like, I really love to talk. <laughs> I, love, I love talking to you. And honestly, I feel like in talking to you, I've I've felt more confident in my own expression. Mm. Yeah, it's it's really good practice. Yeah. I mean, you're a great conversationalist. Oh, so are you. Yeah. Seriously. But I, I, I love talking. I love language. The movies I, in, I really enjoy have a lot of heavy dialogue. Um, I love people who like to talk and can exchange with me about existential shit and like mundane, you know, the mundane shit, but also can talk about, you know, politics in some ways. Um, Cause I don't really like to talk about politics that much, but um, you know, talk about their heart and their mind. Uh, I think I just, I love the way words come together and what they can mean and how you can bend and fold them and create larger meanings for them. Um, and I think speaking to your, 
your love of writing. I love reading, you know, your writing. I love poetry. I love creative writing and creative expression. Um, I just think language is so beautiful. And I think um, beyond language and when I don't have language, um, I, I'm, I think I'm, I'm very present or another form of communication that I um, enjoy with, um, enjoy with some, some frequency, I would say is space and touch, mm. you know, like I, I am quite affectionate, you know, outside of like love relationships um, with family and friends. I'm something in terms of communicating with my daughter, even if I'm like busy, I've been working from home and I'm like wired and stressed and she doesn't necessarily get like my communication, my presence and communication. I'll just like touch her back or hug her, or kiss her so that she, she feels my care. Mm. She feels my presence. Um, and I think that's a way that I've communicated to people around me that I love them and I care for them. Even if I'm not able to process them, I'll just, you know, and hugging for me is also very, that is like, you know, when I see friends and I can tell when someone's having a heavy day based on the hug they give mm. me. Um, and uh, in space, I think communicating, like when I say I want space, <laughs> you know, um, or am, am very comfortable with someone holding space for me or like even sharing space with me is a way that I'm communicating that, you know, I'm present for you and I'm available to you. And, um, but I think that's, those are simple ways. I think language for me is the most complex and dynamic and engaging. Yeah, it's so interesting what you say about space because it makes me think about just being able to spend the day with somebody and just sit, mm. you know? And I, th I think that is just, it provides a certain like assurance that you're held, you're fine, I'm here. And it, you know, when you think about the throat chakra and, you know, the importance or its connection rather to speaking whatever is going on inside and sending it outwardly, um, its purpose is to validate us yep. or to remind us of our own existence. Yep. Um, so I think it's a very powerful thing just to offer space. And, and one of the ways that I'm practicing um, communication is touch, you know, mm -hmm. more affection with Yazi, um, longer hugs and allowing her to end the hug whenever she's ready. And I, and I, you know, I feel deep relaxation, you know, in her body whenever like I'm holding her. And it's, it's really different because growing up, like, you know, there wasn't a lot of affection mm -hmm. and, you know, there were, there was love. It was just, it wasn't really like kissy, huggy or anything like mm -hmm. that. Um, but that is something that I'm growing into and that I'm learning that I like, Yeah, you know, because touch is super healing. Um, and and I do love language and I do love writing, but sometimes it's not necessary. Yeah. Um, and that energetic exchange can be just as clear, you know, when it comes to like hearing what somebody needs or expressing whatever it is you need. Um, so yeah, I can I can definitely say that I value that, and um, yeah, I'm I'm gonna, in addition again, work on my resting bitch face, <laughs> so I can have more hugs. 
you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, um, I think just talking about our kind of timeline and histories, uh, I, you know, beyond this moment of like talking about my love of language, um, you know, like, uh, and we're and we're moving through these chakras, and as we're moving through these chakras, I'm I'm just recognizing things about like the heart and the connection between the heart and throat. Mm-hmm. And I've you know like words of affirmation is a love language that I really appreciate. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but I I've also ha- can appreciate kind of like the magic of the throat chakra and expression because I've been allowed to express myself mm-hmm. all the time. Like historically my family, if you meet my siblings and my mom and dad, like they are, is orators the word, you know, <laughs> you know, I'm not sure, you know, but they're just like really great at communicating what they like to do professionally. They're very clear and concise. My mom used to, used to and probably still does, you know, reads the dictionary, you know, like Mm -hmm. I always was a student in class to say all the words and, you know, because I'm hearing them in my household and I want to use them, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and even my father used to like talk so eloquently and he was a historian. So like he was a, he was the man in the room amongst men who's like saying his point at the loudest, you know, um, at the loudest key in his voice, just because he's so emphatic about and passionate about what he believes in and was able to communicate it with freedom. Um, And also was a writer and um, a poet, you know? And so, and as even as an artist and Mm. as a creative, you know, like the ability to express and talk about my art is super important. And I feel like oftentimes you get the, artists are this misconception that we don't know how to talk about our work. Hmm. Um, but I think, and I've been told in art school that it's, it's such a great um, tool to be able to express and communicate what your work is about. And I'm sure you've had to do that with your yoga practice. I mean, I'd be asking Definitely. you questions. I'd be asking you hella questions. Definitely. I feel like with yoga, particularly asana practice, which is a physical practice, um, it's really helped me to explore my body Mm. and come up with the words Um, because I don't know, you know, me now is someone that is very articulate and Mm -hmm. can talk a lot and carry on conversations. But I've, again, I've been through these stages in my life where it's like, it was writing. And then after my son's passing, it was moving my body. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there was a lot of, um, blockages. Mm. There were a lot of spaces in my body that were locked off. Um, and, you know, that kind of brings me into um, the the truth aspect of your throat chakra, because it's also your seat of truth, mm. right? Your personal truth. But it's really hard to express your personal truth when there's a certain fear that exists inside of you of facing your own truth. Got you. Right. So a lot of times people move their bodies to unlock the trauma, to unlock, um, you know, those shadow aspects of who they are or what they've been through so that they could express it. Because if if you're not facing it, if you can't acknowledge it, then it can't be expressed to the world, you know. Um, So I think, you know, when it comes to yoga and you know, the physical practice in the throat chakra, um, moving your body 
is is super important and, and it's a great compliment to um kind of growing in your in your communication and your ability to communicate um but yeah it's it's been a long journey um for me and it still is because i find moments where it's really hard for me to express certain things yeah you know and even you know on social media with all you know the lives and the reels and all that mm-hmm. like getting on there and talking is something i really have to like prepare myself mentally mm. to do like i have to slow myself down and it's like you would think because i i love conversation that it would just be easy but it's really like i said something that i have to to fine tune yeah yeah i mean and, and i think it's I think it's those different spaces that you're allowed to express and explore communication, you know, like in what you also, you know, like you could have great ease um, in your communication style with friends when you can be unabashedly yourself and, you know, your, your seat of truth or just your expression of truth isn't judged or Mm -hmm. hindered or invalidated. But when you're in professional spaces or other spaces and, you know, and you feel like your voice can be suppressed by like whiteness or, you know, whatever other oppressive forces that exist in different spaces and they're not safe spaces, then yeah, communication, I think can certainly be um, discouraged and hindered and you can feel like you have something in your throat all the time or you don't feel like you're as articulate and eloquent. Um, And I get friends a lot of times who, uh, will leave meetings or even in in the unfolding of all, all that has happened this year, you know, they were being asked to be, you know, the representation for their race, right? <laughs> you know, in their workspaces mm. and, or they'll, and they'll witness things that um, they want to speak up about and didn't necessarily have the tools in that moment too, just because they, they hadn't sharpened their voice, mm. you know, um, or in that space felt a little bit stifled just because that space is generally stifling. Like that space is generally not one that allows you to be you in totality, you know? Mm. Um, and so if if indeed the throat chakra is a place of truth, like if you're not being, if you're in a, a work environment or a professional space where you're not bringing your true self to it, then how could your communication be clear and effective right. and on point, you know? And the irony of that is, like, I actually feel the opposite. Like, mm. I feel, like, in professional spaces, like, you know, amongst people I don't know, like, I can I can belt it out. Yeah. You know, but when it comes to more familiar kind of energy, mm. it's, it's a certain... Yeah, a heaviness, a deepness, emotional yeah. heart is... Yeah. Connected, Um, grounded, roots, feels weary. Yeah. So professionally, I'm like spitting, you know what I'm saying? I'm spitting, you know? Um, But even like with certain friends, like I have to, you see me, I had to like really be strategic Mm -hmm. in the way that I communicate because on the other op, on the other end of it, like, because I'm so quick-witted, yeah. my tongue can be a sword. Yeah. And it's not even like in, in intentionally being, me intentionally being mean or nothing I'm saying is like mean, but it's it's very like direct and to the point because I've done a lot of um, 
I've done a lot of like inventory on myself and when you know yourself, you communicate in, in a different way. I, I feel like I can always tell um, someone that is confident and sure of who they are. And when they speak, you know, I feel that. Um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah I, I try my best to maintain balance at my throat center in like expressing my truth in communicating kindly, um, effectively, clearly, um, while also honoring everything that I need to say. And then even sometimes realizing when it's not even necessary to say anything at all. Yeah. And, and understanding that and understanding that more important than saying what you need to say is being in a space where what you are saying can be comprehended. Yeah. Because it doesn't matter how many times you, you say. I'm clapping on air, guys. Yay. <laughs> but it doesn't matter how many times you say things and you use your voice. If somebody can't comprehend it, then it's like you're exhausting yourself. Yep. And you're going to create a deficiency at your throat center because it's like, you can move into another space where you're received. You can move into another space where, you know, people can appreciate what you're saying. Um, exactly and that's that. not to say you don't need to use your voice in those spaces where you can potentially be, um, uh, what you're saying could be um, misunderstood. It just means to kind of recognize when it's time to like, shut yeah. up yeah. and move on. I think we're very similar in that way energetically because I, um, I, I, because I have such strong communication skills, you know, I have also recognized that my tongue and what I say can be hard, you know, and, and, and hasn't always been well received. I've also said things out of turn and, and, and haven't, um, communicated empathetically, mm. you know, and I think, there is also a level of alignment and balance with the throat energy center when you also are communicating empathetically and you're, mm -hmm. you are not just talking for talking sake and you're not just right. sharing and expressing because right. you have a voice and you could fucking say whatever's on your mind. Exactly. It also is about reading the room, understanding who can receive what you need to say. It's also, I think, what I've had to do with partners and certain friends is just recognize when I will never be comprehended in this space. Like mm -hmm. I, this person will never receive me, you know, like, and I may never receive them. And I think that's when you know, you just make that choice to be quiet. You know, you make, even if you have to share space with them for however long, you know, um, it's just kind of like, I don't, I don't need to exert my voice in this way. And then still be able to offer them empathy as well. They tried. Yeah. They you know, people try. do try. I mean, but it's also not about trying. I, a lot of this too is efforting, you know, like mm. I'm over efforting, um, doesn't make sense. You know, I, I, I if it can be a clash and mm. it can be argumentative, this is when kind of throat chakra and communication goes off when you're having to constantly like uh, define what you're saying, when you have to constantly explaining, explaining, oh um, you know, God, like you have to keep explaining, you got to keep, no, I've been there. or it's just like a constant argument. And it's just kind of like, we're probably not really supposed to be harmonious in our communication yeah. styles. And that's fine. Yeah. Because you hear a lot, like in those like uh, relationship 
articles and podcasts like communication is key, but it, it, like you said, it goes deeper than that. It goes into comprehension. And then it also can go into like how you all communicate without your voices. Talk about it. Do you yeah, make eye contact? Eye contact, intense. Intense. Is it present. Is there connectedness in this eye contact? The windows of the soul. Mm. Are you speaking through those panes, those mm. window panes? Mm. You know, like how does the touch feel? How's the touch feeling? Is it is it soft? Is it tender? Is it is it caring? Intentional. Is it ooh? Is it ten- intentional? That intentional touch hit different. Okay. <laughs> Imani is that, now going back to the sacral chakra. Intentional touch, honey. <laughs> oh, um, okay. What were we facial saying? expression? <laughs> facial expression. I'm bad with that. I've gotten in, in trouble with so. I've gotten These in trouble so many times. Like, I just turn the camera off. <laughs> I just turn the camera all the way off. Turn like, don't look at me. Off. Because even in my pictures, people are like. You can smile. And like my friends joke like, oh, because I have this like joke where I'm like acting like it hurts to smile. And it's not that I'm a not a jovial yeah. person. Like yeah. I make jokes. I'm funny. Yeah, you know, I got yeah, a little yeah, Richard yeah. Pryor going on. Yeah, you, you, know? Got, you got some, I got some jokes. I got yeah. a little humor. I, I'm affirming it for you. You know? Yeah, you're sweet. You don't have to keep it. <laughs> you reaching for I'm it. Funny. You got it. You're funny. You're funny, Sidhu. You're funny. You're funny. You are funny. Yes. But the RBF dominates. Yeah. So that's, I say all that to say nonverbal communication is effective. Mm -hmm. You know? It is effective. For somebody to be able to read you and, and determine the climate of your inner world based off of these things that have nothing to do with your voice just speaks to the fact that not speaking is a powerful form of communication. Yes. the in, And talking about the upside of that, the upside of that is all the good things around nonverbal. But the downside of that, the imbalance is the inconsistent hmm. communication. That inconsistent shit is also a form of communication. Uh-oh. If you need to hear it, I'm telling you now, if the texts are inconsistent. I hope if- the person that needs to be listening <laughs> to what she's saying right now is listening. Listen, Clearly. okay. If the texts are inconsistent, if you're being left on read all the time, you know, if you are not, if your questions are not being answered, if you're not being understood, you know, if it if it's like very simple and basic, you know, hey, how you doing? All right, peace, good night. Low effort communication. Low effort. Low com- impact. Low impact communication. I love that. Low impact communication. Yeah. If it feels like that and it's hella inconsistent, wipe your, but then, wipe your hands with it. Don't be empathetic. Then, Don't try to make but all the concessions. Then, but then, your body no. is giving me the strongest no. side eye. This side is her eye. non-verbal this is my communication. RBS. But no, no wait. Be done. Wait, hear me out. Garbaggio. No, wait, <laughs> wait. <laughs> what I'm going to say is that it all depends on your style, your personal style of communication, because totally. not everybody is yes. into talking all the time. Like some people don't want to be on the phone with their boo all night. You know, mm-hmm. it just, it, you have to really evaluate 
your own personal communication style and what you can handle for yourself. So I think that's most important. Like, cause we can talk about how low impact communication is no good, but you could be a person that has a different style of communication beyond yeah. language. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not language, but vocal or, or verbal language rather. Yeah. Um, no, I agree. I agree. And I've been told that even from people who I feel like are not great in their communication styles, just because our communication styles are mismatched. Not great in verbal communication. Verbal, yeah, not great in verbal communication is is they were great and they show up, you know, they're present, they're consistent in the ways that they offer their care. And, um, you know, I just, I also just recognize that I, I need kind of alignment, like, I also need you to be your talk game, your banter game to be on. So it just sounds like everybody needs to be able to acknowledge the The type type of of communication communication that works best for them. And share it. And share it with those you are expressing with, you know? Make sure you're clear. Make sure you're clear. Clear and effective and efficient. If you like telepathy... Do nah, your thing. that's not a thing. Look, so, if, if you, you if you like telepathy, do your thing, okay? That's stupid. No that's way. Stupid. You, unless you are actually, <laughs> like, you, you can actually Okay, no minds. telepathy. Yeah. Imani you, says no telepathy. No, guys. and make no assumptions. Ask questions. Be curious. We talked about the heart chakra, you know? Be curious about yeah. the details. Definitely. If you didn't understand something, speak up and say you didn't understand it or even how something made you feel or even the eye contact or the RBF as if you've seen Sinu with this RBF honey, you can ask her. It dominates. No, <laughs> it's no not one that can she's defeat me. Mean, you know, but if ask her, are you okay? How are you feeling? Talk a little bit, you know, like, well, don't ask me too many times if I'm okay, because <laughs> you won't get an RBF. Then you're going to get an <laughs> RBF max. But what I will say is that, you know, I, I think that in knowing people's communication styles, it's important. It's, it's really it it really helps clear up a lot of confusion. Yes, you know, and just just for the record, I I'm jovial as fuck. Like I'm happy. Okay, you've been trying to push this happy and jovial and funny. I think the people hear it. Look, people, <laughs> I'm communicating with you right now. Yes, and I also I I being compassionate with those those of you all who don't like language, it's going to be hard for me and I'm yeah. probably not going to do it. I'm working on her, you all. I'm, I'm not going to. She, I just, just, she doesn't quite believe in this telepathy right now. No, I don't. I don't. Or the inconsistency. Inconsistency, and having yes. to be empathetic to inconsistent communication. I think inconsistent, being inconsistent is Consistent communicating to me that you don't care and you are not present. I do not enjoy Yes. Either. No, it's it's a no for me. Um, okay, but to move to move on, move forward. Um, what is a question that we can ask the people and have them consider for today and onward? Okay, I have a question. Yes. The question is: What form of communication has been most accessible to you throughout your life? What form has been most challenging, and how would you like to sharpen either or both? Nice. Yeah. Are we asking that or just journal? I think that we are doing both. Okay, nice. What do you, do you want to answer? Sure, sure. Verbalize? <laughs> sure, you I, can, verbalize? I can verbalize. <laughs> uh, what form of communication has been most accessible to me? A verbal communication. I've said it a million times throughout this. 
uh, recording. Let um, it be known. Let it be known that a cis likes language. I'm a conversationalist. Give me some wit. Give me some energy. Give me some attention. Um, give me some specialty in language. Um, and that's also what's been what I've had throughout my life from my family. Cool. My parents, they are perfect all the professional jobs, they were both educators, so they had to talk, you know, and, and you know, a lot of, even the way I could speak could be didact didactic at times, not because I'm trying to, but that's the way that my household operates. She said her mom be reading the dictionary, y'all. She just said my didactic. Mom, my mom is a whole that fucking, yeah, doctor. Okay. Yeah. Um, but what form has been most challenging? Maybe the inconsistent communication is most challenging because even if you're in person and you're like super, you know, efficient with your or like intentional with the touch and your eye contact is very present with me, um, your body movement, you know, because I can get all these things in person if we see each other once in a while. And this is this is not even just a love relationship. This is with anyone. Like if I'm getting all of these other communication styles in person, but I'm getting it inconsistently. Hmm. It's hard for hmm. me to think that you are trying to be present in my life or that you're communicating that you value me, hmm. you know? And I think that, um, or that, or even you're communicating that I can comfortably express myself. You're giving me comfort to express myself with you if you're inconsistent. Um, so that inconsistency communication style is not one I enjoy. Well, I'll say the um, form of communication that's been most accessible to me again is writing. Um, I started out just writing poetry. So it was creative writing, tapping into that sacral center, honoring you know, the things that I feel, the the way I experience the world, the way I perceive the world, um, how the world around me affects my emotions. And then I was able to um, become more articulate um, with the deeper um, inner workings of myself. Mm. And, and I think it, as I warmed up with creative expression, like I became more fearless mm. of like what's going on. So writing was really good for me and then it was like writing was very intimate yeah as well i didn't have to worry about anyone seeing it or anyone judging it unless i decided that i trusted this person um and wanted to share so writing has been super effective um and it's been my safe space um when it comes to communication um and one that has been Challenging for me, obviously, is facial expression, y'all, as I've said so many times. And um, I'd say that I'm working more on eye contact. Mm. Um, I get really giggly after looking in someone's face for a really long time. Mm. If I don't know them, if I know you yeah. and there's a certain level of trust, like, it's it's easy. Um, and I also, just look at their foreheads. Yeah, I don't noses. know what, yeah, I was going to say maybe the nose. <laughs> Maybe I look at noses to make it look like I'm looking at their, or their mouth. Yeah, but then I feel like if I'm staring at a point in their face for too long, I'm starting to, like, daze all, like, not you paying attention to what the they're eyes, saying. I feel like it's like, oh. It's really intense. It's intense. But there are people that are really great at just staring into your eyes yeah, and I just know. being. You feel bare. Yeah. And also, um, 
touch. You know, I one one tantra practice I really um, enjoy is called yab yum, mm. and it's when you straddle your lover mm. and you're facing each other, and you can be forehead to forehead, and you synchronize your breath. Mm. So as I'm inhaling, my partner is exhaling, and as try it at home, try it with your lover. Okay, it's a beautiful form of communication and synchronicity is, you know, I think a major component when it comes to communicating with yes. with people to, you know, be on the same wavelength. It doesn't mean you have to be the same, just just honoring that um, frequency, honoring mutuality is mm-hmm. is is very heightening. It, it allows for us to express all of ourselves. Exactly. So, yeah, that's that's what I would synchronicity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lovely. Um, what well, I think now we're pointing that question towards you all, you know, like, so think now about what form of communication has been most accessible to you throughout your life. Um, has it been facial expressions, you know, um, body movement, eye contact, touch, space, voice, or maybe inconsistencies? Um, and what form has been most challenging? Let us know. Tag us, think about it, write about it. Write in the comments. Write in the comments. We want to know. We've got that section, right? Yeah, we've got that. That is a beautiful form of communication, writing in our comments. Yes, sliding in the DMs too. All right, we'll we'll repost it if you slide in the DMs. Yes. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) If you allow us, if you give us consent. Okay. Um, Well, that concludes our throat chakra episode. It was so great to talk to you, as always. Always. Um, until next time, be well. Get ready for Third Eye Vibes. The third Eye, y'all. That's going to be a fun episode. I'm excited. I'm excited to learn from you. Great. <laughs> awesome. Peace. All right. Peace out. Until next time, yours in truth and wellness. Satya, Satya House. house.